Hello, hello, you fabulous interior design professional, you. How are you? I miss you. Wouldn't it be great if we could just hang out face to face? I think those days are coming. I think they're coming soon. But in the meantime, so much to do in our business life, right? So much. And today we're going to talk to somebody who had to think quickly on her feet. You know, when life turns upside down, what are you going to do? Well, this fabulous interior designer, her name is Jillian Crone, by the way, Jillian decided to dig deeper and aim higher rather than retreat into her shell, which I got to tell you, must have been at least a little bit tempting. Suddenly, she finds herself as a single mom, and she has no net to fall back on. Business prospects are dried up, and somehow this amazing woman finds the courage to aim for big results, not just to survive, but to go bigger. Jillian really is a living testimonial to anyone who has found herself thinking it may be time for reinvention, or who has found himself thinking it may be time for reinvention, or who has found their self thinking it may be time for reinvention. I think we all can relate. Jillian graduated from Eastern Michigan University in 1996 with a Bachelor of Science degree. She mentored under a well-known, well-respected Canadian interior designer, a legend, Gary Nichols, in a small town, London, Ontario. And then in 2014, the unthinkable happened, and her life was turned upside down, forcing Jillian, I guess, to curl up in a ball and hide, which might have been tempting, or to muster all the courage she has, and reinvent herself. I'm not sure I could be as brave or go as big as she did right away, but certainly it's inspiring. Jillian talks in this episode about the fact that at first she took the opportunities that came her way, but it wasn't long before she realized she needed to niche and lean into those customers who were ideal for her and where she was going. This year will be her most profitable year yet, and those of you who are Business of Design members, by all means, you're going to want to listen to the Members Only podcast because Jillian is going to share her salary history from when she first started working for somebody else to what she made last year and this year, and I think you're going to be pretty impressed, and I hope it will light a fire, and you'll recognize that you have what it takes to reach those same goals or higher goals. It occurs to me as I'm having this conversation that Jillian and I actually work in relatively close proximity to one another. She may be my competition at some point, and I better step it up because this woman has game. One thing that really resonated for me, and I bet it will for you too, Jillian mentions toward the end of the episode that for so many years, her big ideas weren't matched by her clients' budgets. How true is that? If this sounds like you, I really wish you would consider Business of Design membership because we will show you how to unleash those big ideas and offer them to clients in a way that works for everyone. If you're listening to the podcast, that's awesome. We're very appreciative. We would love it if you would rate us so that would improve our standing. But also don't deny yourself the real change that happens through active membership. $129 a month, and I guarantee you it will change your life. Your business too. (laughs) 
but it's too big to be limited to just your business. Speaking of changing your life, this woman changes my life all the time. Let's check in with Cheryl Horn. And by the way, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate your support. Cheryl, I'm very excited to go to Australia this week, at least in my mind, because I will be participating in the Byron Bay Retreat, offering three seminars to some wonderful BOD members and friends. I'm looking forward to that. And we also have a couple of Zoom events happening. Tell everybody about that, Cheryl. Uh, we do. So tomorrow's BOD Live, our monthly member meeting. And we're going to be doing our first book club, and we'll be featuring Woo! the E-Myth. So the book that started it all. So whether you've read it or not, we're going to be talking about some of the systems um, and uh, just the overall foundation of business of design and how it came to be. So you don't have to read the book to attend, um, but we'd love to see you there. And that's happening tomorrow, March 10th at 1 p.m. EST. I should say this. You really could read the book if you want to. Last time I made it seem like don't bother reading the book. I didn't mean to give that impression. It's a great book. I spent $100,000 on coaching and then read that tiny little book and went, aha, now I understand everything. So it is an important book, I think. And I know so many of our members already have because you've given it credit, you know, across the board in books and speaking engagements. People know that's sort of where it started for you. So, and then we also later this month coming up on March 24th, we have our everything you want to know about BOD boss meeting. It's coming up on March 24th at 1 p.m. EST, and then again, we're gonna do it at 9 p.m. EST because we wanted to make sure that we included all of our members. So if you're in Australia, that's actually gonna be March 25th between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., depending on whereabouts you are, but we want to make sure that everyone was included in that. So we've been getting some amazing applications, but we've also been getting some questions. So we just sort of wanted to head that off and make sure everyone has all the information they need. One way to think about your BOD boss level membership is inheriting a board of directors and a CFO to push you to the next level. That's a really succinct way of thinking about this level of membership. Yes, and the and the CFO is somebody that we finally just, you know, secured for this position. It, yes. It's been on our list for a long time, and we finally checked that off the list. It's we're sort of the final piece to put these boss groups together. So now we just need our members. So again, March 24th, all of the details are on the website, so make sure you sign up. You do have to register. Let me emphasize that. It is a Zoom meeting. Um, I know our members are used to just, you know, clicking a button right in their dashboard to join the BOD Lives, um, but our BOD boss meetings, you do need to register for. So please head to the website to do that. Okay. And again, March 24th, 1 p.m. EST, 9 p.m. EST, wherever you live in the world, go to World Time Buddy and check out the correct time for you. Okay, Cheryl, looking forward to seeing you tomorrow and talking Emeth. Sounds good. We'll see you then. Bye. Welcome to the Business of Design podcast with Kimberly Selden. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. We have the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to consistently satisfy clients, increase profitability, and run your projects like a boss. Unlike traditional coaching, BOD is a fast track to immediate results. Don't try to do this alone. Join today and you'll have access to hundreds of targeted training modules, plus member perks like BOD Live events, member-only podcasts, preferred pricing, and the support of an engaged community of peers. We all know design matters. 
At Business of Design, we think designers matter too. Hello, Jillian. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Good, thanks. Where are you? Tell everybody where you are. I am located in Blue Mountains, Ontario, Canada, right in ski country. I know exactly where that is. In fact, I have a client who lives in that area. It's beautiful. And you are going to tell us how your business has really transformed and leveled up recently. And I do want to point out for everybody who's listening, if you're not familiar with Blue Mountain, Ontario. It's a small town. It's not a huge town, right? And so you can just kind of disabuse yourself immediately of this idea that, wow, Jillian, everything Jillian's going to talk about will work for her because she lives in a big city and I live in a small town. That just isn't true, right, Jillian? That's correct. It's it's um, it's quite small. Uh, I think, um, I don't know the total amount of people, but We've very little to do here. Um, we're right at the base of the mountain, which is fun, and um, right in the heart of ski country, uh, not too far from cottage country. And that's why I relocated here was one for lifestyle change, and two just to focus on uh, chalet design and lake house design. And so, is part of what you're going to tell us today part of your success in terms of taking your business to the next level about developing a niche? and then really digging into it? 100%. Um, I was originally just uh, west of London, Ontario. And in London, um, the economy really struggled after the last recession. And we were actually having to travel to cottage country, which is about two to three hour drive one way, just to secure work and then driving back to London. And um, I realized that as my children were getting older and their activities got more demanding on my time, it wasn't really logistically possible to be able to work and still go and get kids to school and to activities after school. So I started looking at where I thought a potential market would be and where my talent in what I like to do would best service that area. And it really came down to cottage country and um, chalets. And so I relocated, bit of a gamble, not sure. Um, I was leaving an area where I had worked with a firm uh, since before graduation and I never had to market. Everybody knew who I was because I worked with um, Gary Nichols at Nichols and Associates. And when I went out on my own in 2006, um, never even occurred to me to market because that's just everybody knew who I was. And then suddenly, here I am, fast forward a few years later, in an area where nobody knew who I was. They didn't know my credentials. Um, they didn't even know my name, nothing. And um, ironically, you know, just talking with different people up here in the ski community and, and whatnot, uh, I started expressing that, you know, I was finding it hard to find work and I didn't really know what to do. And um, one of my girlfriend's uh, parents are real estate agents, and there was a massive real estate conference that was being hosted in Blue Mountain in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so they said, um, you know, you should really do a booth. And I said, a booth? Like, I'm an interior designer. What are you talking about, a booth? I go to trade shows. I look at booths, but I, how would I do a booth? They said, well, you know, just show your work and, and uh, rent a booth. There's um, a lot of uh, real estate agents coming across the country and it's all high end and it would be a really good market for you to get some name recognition. So in two weeks, I designed my logo. I created a portfolio presentation of all of my work. I went to a sign company and had my key projects put up on two massive billboards. 
and had my logo put on uh, another couple and had a girlfriend who had a minivan and we loaded up furniture from my house. I created a vignette, brought my laptop. Um, I'd never counted how many pictures I'd had finished a project. I had over 2,000. I thought, well, I'll just loop through on my laptop and people can see from start to finish the transition of, of the homes and these billboards will create, you know, a brand recognition for myself. And it was amazing. Like I had lots of interest and a lot of people come by. A couple of real estate agents wanted me to do their own homes. Uh, some of them asked me if I would do staging. And at that point, I was going to do anything just to get out there. Um, at the end of the trade show, uh, two magazines came up to me and they both said, you know, your work is phenomenal and it's way different than what people are doing. And we would love to showcase you in our magazine. Would you mind if we did an interview? I was like, sure. <laughs> Gee, let me think. Yeah, no, that's okay. I'm okay with that. Wait, before you go on, I just have to say, if we stop the podcast right now, I feel like everybody got so much information there because I, I wonder, um, you know, people ask all the time, what do I do to market my business? And two things came up. Number one, you, you take a booth at a real estate show, not at an interior design show marketing to other interior designers, but at a real estate show. And then number two... If you're going to invest in a marketing endeavor, then go all in. You spent real money pulling together a booth that got people's attention. Good for you. Anyway, we uh, the, the magazine was phenomenal. They just kind of talked about me relocating and, and talked about my credentials. And it was just a small blurb. And um, from that, and there was a photograph of me. And being in a small town... Everybody kind of knows everybody. And I was at a yoga class of all things when the yoga instructor approached me after class and said, you know, we've got this century old home. It's under uh, construction and we're really struggling, you know, with just picking some colors and finishes for the kitchen. Do you mind helping? And I said, sure, no problem. Well, that turned into a full year project, four stories, gut from top to bottom and everything, uh, all finishes, revitalize the house, but mesh it with their mid-century modern feel. Wow. Now, did, was there any awkwardness because she said, do you mind helping out? That sounded to me like as a friend or something. Like, was there any awkwardness in introducing your contract and your fee schedule and how it all was going to work? Um, not really, because once I got there and went into the home and it was unlivable, it was right down to the, like the, the stud walls. And we talked about, you know, basically selling myself and what I saw that they needed, that they hadn't recognized what they needed. And, you know, my scope was to be there just to help pick, uh, paint finishes for the stains on the kitchen cabinetry. But as I started talking to her and started talking to her, have you thought about lighting? Have you thought about the backsplash and how that flows? And how are you going to integrate that with your, you know, you've got a house built in the 1800s. How are you integrating that with your mid-century modern furniture? Are you keeping the history of the house? By asking those types of questions, she quickly realized, she goes, I'm way in over my head. And I said, look, this is my billable rate. I can bill you by hour and we can just go from there. And, and you ask me and how much you need me, I just bill you for that time. And that's how it started. And then it just expanded from there. I love this story. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it, you know, it's true. It's just where you are sometimes the right place and not being afraid to speak up. And just because it's not something that maybe is historical and what we would do as, a, as an interior designer doesn't mean that it might not work. So not everything works, but don't be afraid to try things and, and see how it works. Because 
after I got that project going, I called the magazine back <laughs> and I talked to them and I, I thanked them for the opportunity of getting my name out there and said that that had worked so well that I had a project that I thought that they might be interested in photographing for the magazine. And I brought the editor and um, the sales rep to the uh, uh, house at the client's uh, permission, of course. And they walked through and they said, oh my gosh, like 100%, we'll do a 10-page spread, we'll talk about your company, we're going to, if the clients would love to be interviewed, we'd love to interview them. And so that's how it started and it's it's expanded from there. And um, just, you know, with kind of trying to always think like, you know, you're a small business, I'm a single mom, I don't have a ton of money to spend on marketing, so I have to be really smart about what I choose and what I don't choose. And there has to be a return on my investment, like not just throw money away at, at marketing because you can get sucked down that rabbit hole as well. You certainly can. And it's really sad. We see so much of this through business of design membership. New companies sprouting up overnight to assist interior design professionals with marketing and yielding little to no results. Before you make a big investment like that, you might want to talk to everybody in our private Facebook community because chances are somebody else has already tried it and can give you the inside scoop. You might save yourself thousands of dollars. That's one of the benefits as well of membership, right? hundred percent. So you go to this new town, you know nobody virtually, you have no name recognition, and you have the good sense and the foresight and the willingness to work hard to get this booth up, and that opens a whole bunch of doors for you. And so I assume business started chugging along a little bit, and you reached a certain level. Describe what that level was like, and then tell us what happened and what's going on with you now. Well, it started to be that, that I was having, my projects weren't just being a kitchen or a bathroom anymore. They were being whole homes. And obviously, as you start expanding to that amount of work as one person, you just don't have enough hours in the day to do all the work to get it done. So I actually reached back out to um, Nichols and Associates in London and found out um, that my mentor had actually uh, retired. And some of the staff that I had worked with while I was there were, had bought the company. And I said to them, I am swamped right now. I really need uh, some junior designers. If I can just get some sketches that I can pass off and get some of this work churning and, and going quicker. So we actually did that. And in the midst of doing that, um, this gentleman knocked on my door one day and said, you know, came with plans in hand and said, I, I'm, bought this house or I'm thinking about buying this house on the water and um, I'm looking for a designer and I just thought I would uh, you know I checked you out in the magazine I thought I would ask you if you'd be interested so we kind of looked at the project and and I said sure that this looks like it would be great and he goes okay I'm just looking for furniture and fresh paint and maybe hardwood flooring and (laughs) let me guess (laughs) yeah and then the next thing was, I realized that just showing him a CAD floor plan, he had no idea, even with all the pictures of the furniture, all the sample colors, everything laid out for him. He couldn't picture it at all. So I realized at that point, we were going to have to do an, an entire interior of, of the house in full color 3D modeling with the actual furniture and the light fixtures and the kitchen details. And at that point, I, wa- I realized that this was, this was not my everyday client, and this was probably going to be once-in-a-lifetime client, and I should take a risk and do everything. Like, let's design the kitchen cabinetry. Let's show him what his tower room can look like. Let's knock this out of the park and see, you know, where we get from it. 
while our $300,000 budget climbed to 3.5 million. And we are, have gutted the entire house. He's doing all the cabinetry, all the designs, all the customer furniture, custom rugs, you name it. Now it's evolved to the outside. Uh, there's six cabins on the property. And yesterday he's like, you know, I'm thinking that that's going to be the next phase. <laughs> so in that, we're now up to a team of, of eight. And I am desperately looking for office space in town because my projects have grown so much. I have 30 binders on my dining room table and my poor kids can't sit for dinner at our kitchen table anymore. So it's exciting. It is exciting. And what a fantastic time to be looking for office space. Like of all the years that you might think about looking for office space, this feels like the one where you're really going to have your pick. What are your plans now that you have taken on this kind of almost like a whole new level of client. Are you going to target that particular type of client? Because there's going to be, as you said, a lot of new people moving in and a lot of different client ranges, client personalities and budgets. What are you going to focus on? We are going to focus on the the top tier. And the reason being is just we, we have an all-female team that is very talented And our biggest problem is that our ideas have been grander than what our clients' budgets have been. And so it's been years of pulling back, pulling back, pulling back, where I'm lucky that I did come here when I did because there is that market that is that top 1%. There's quite a few, you know, per capita here, and they're multiple homeowners, and they really just want to have this house done top to bottom um, you know, live in their other homes, come up and enjoy it either as a, as a lake house or as a ski chalet. And um, that's, that's what I specialize in. And, and it's, it's fun. I'm hoping that when we get this next lake house photographed and the community that he's integrated in, um, that we'll start getting networked into that, that community. Absolutely. And I, I think you have the personality and the Oh, what's the word? The personality and the drive to go after it. I hope so. Jillian, tell us your website and Insta handle so everyone can stay in touch with you. Um, My website is uh, www.jillianco.com. So that's G-I-L-L-I-A-N-C-O.com. And my Instagram right now is still Jillian Crone. I'm trying to get a commercial one, which they were sending me emails last night. So hopefully we've got, that'll be updated on the website as soon as we've got that linked on. One of the things, you know, you look at some of like famous designers and they have a look and my background where I started from out of London, you couldn't have one look because you, there just wasn't enough work. You had to be a look of whatever your clientele was. And so my background and my images are different. They're, they're quite different. It'll go from rustic to modern to, you know, condos to, to lake houses. And, and, um, and so I'm feeling that now that I've got where I am, there is going to start becoming more of a look because my hands aren't being tied as much as it used to be. Yes. Oh my gosh. I can so relate. I'm just about to embark on this journey. We have been so busy with business of design. I have neglected my interior design firm, not the clients and the projects, but I've neglected any marketing, my website, any collaterals. I've just been ignoring them for the last year while we've been so busy revamping the courses. So thank you so much for the push. 
We like to end every episode with design intervention. What comes to mind? Um, I think the thing that comes to mind, uh, if I was to look at, at my career, what is things that I would want to improve on? Um, obviously, being a sole proprietor has its restraints in trying to get the work done and keep up with the bookkeeping. So one of the suggestions that Gary had given me was to hire the best bookkeeper you could. And that has helped a ton. Oh my gosh, yes. Do not hesitate for even a second. Hire a bookkeeper. And if you can use that bookkeeper on projects, oh my gosh, it will change your life. Don't worry, you'll still have plenty of hard work to do. A hundred percent. It's fun. It's got its bumps along the way, but at the end of the day, I love what I do. Yeah. Thank you. It really comes through. You can really tell that. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Good luck finding a space too. (laughs) Fingers crossed. (laughs) Thank you for being part of the Business of Design community and supporting BOD's mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. It's time for you to take the next step and join Business of Design. Like thousands of design professionals in 50 countries around the world, you'll find the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to dramatically improve your business and transform your life. What are you waiting for? Start today 